Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. How are you this evening? Hello. How are you on this Friday evening? How was your week? It was very productive. Thank you. And I so enjoyed the shows. How, how was your week? Oh, it's been really busy, ups and downs, you know, typical week, stuff like that. Um, did uh, lose a family member, so. Oh, Letitia, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so he was sick. Um, he, I think he got to be close to 80. My aunt's husband, which is my uncle. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he passed away on Monday. Yeah, so. It's been a pretty interesting week, to say the least. Oh, I am sure. I'm so sorry for the loss for your family as well. Thank you very, very much. But it was also a crazy week on the soaps. Absolutely. I mean, it really, really was. There were so many things going on. Uh, Yes, tell me about it. So, before we uh, jump into this, let me go ahead and do my usual introduction and welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Trisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this is for the week of May 2nd through May 6th. And what we normally do is The Young and the Restless in the first half of the show Second half of the show is The Bold and the Beautiful, and then we have a flip the script segment where if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, that's where we flip the script. And um, yeah, I'm going to do a summary, but I don't know if it's going to encompass everything that has happened this week. (laughs) (laughs) So... Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this. So, for The Young and the Restless for the week of May 2nd, um, let's see, we have Diane reacts to a sudden and shocking encounter, and then Victor orders Diane to leave town. Then we had, come on, slow pokey. Uh, Victoria tells Adam she hired Nikki as co-CEO. And then Ashlyn offers a quarter of a billion dollars to Nick's company, New Hope. And then today's episode, (laughs) Diane meets the firing squad. (laughs) Literally. Literally. (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, let's see. So we have... We still got a little bit left over this whole Victoria Ashland thing. Mm-hmm. Billy is acting crazy this week. And if I was Lily, I would be pissed. Same. That was really annoying. Very. And then we have the whole thing with Diane. And then we have a, a lot of love scenes with um, with Adam and Sally. Uh-huh. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Oh my gosh. Well, let's, let's see. Um, Diane. Okay. 
so I think it was so funny that she walks into her room and there's Victor. I mean, what door can the man not get in? I mean, seriously, he just made himself real cozy sitting in the corner of her room. <laughs> he was. He looked like he planted himself there. Yeah, I mean, she walked in the room and I mean, I'm like, wow. <laughs> that there is no place to hide, I guess, when it comes to Victor Newman. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then the it's just so funny. How many people is he telling to leave town right now? And nobody's um, listening. I, and nobody's listening. <laughs> he told, I mean, um, Ashlyn Locke has a half a billion dollars and he's still in town. Which right. technically, you know, he's absolutely right. Because here's the thing. Part of the agreement was to, um, you know, annul the marriage mm -hmm. and to, um, you know, leave the company, which he right. did. And they gave him a half a billion dollars. But there was nothing really forcing him to say, you got to leave town. They told him to leave town, but it wasn't like part of the agreement in writing, was it? No, it was not. They did not put that in writing. Because who would and say? Exactly. And the thing is, he's using that to his advantage. He's like, I did the other two things that you told me to do. I can leave when I get ready, pretty much. Right, right. Yeah, he definitely knows how to manipulate the opportunity, doesn't he? Absolutely. You know, and he's being real nice right now because, again, like I said, what we saw, what was that, the Wednesday or Thursday, where he decided to offer Nick a half a, a quarter of a billion dollars to give to New Hope. Now, here's my thing with that. Nick and Nikki took offense to that. Oh, my God. He's giving you a quarter of a billion dollars to put in uh, Ray Rosales' name. How selfish can he be? And I'm looking like, are you too crazy or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, so you just put in the agreement that it's an anonymous donation and that Ray's name will be the only one ever mentioned with it. Yeah, I mean, they really went left with that. And I'm like, okay, $250 million could help a lot of people and give mm -hmm. a lot of housing. He said he don't want it in his name. He said put it in the name of Ray Rosales. And he took that, reacted to it, and went way left. I'm not doing this. He's trying to buy your affection. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Vic, I, got, I normally don't agree with Victoria. But I got to agree with this one on her. He can do what he wants. It's up to me whether I'm going to say yes or no. Exactly. And I mean, you know, I, that's a lot of money for housing and helping. And you can do a lot of good with that. I mean, people take money from bad people every day to do good with it. Yeah, I mean, that's a way to claim. Well, it's going to absolve your conscience. Who cares? Mm -hmm. It's money to help needy families. You know, you so worried about how he's feeling and what Victoria is going to do. And I'm like, dude, think like a businessman. Exactly. Think about the people. Think about the people that you help, you know. And so could you imagine those people standing in front of you who will want a new home for their family? And you're telling and this man is standing there saying, I'm going to give you $250 million to help all these people. And you're like, no, it's going to make you feel better. They're going to look at him like he's crazy. Lost your mind. You know, so I know and I'll give you 250 million reasons why I think that. <laughs> exactly. 
So I don't know. I just think that reaction that Nick and Nikki had about that was just, it was ridiculous. I was like, come on. Yeah. Very dramatic. And so, (laughs) you know, to hear Victoria like, shoot, take that money and do some good with it. Just because he give it to you don't mean I'm going to go running back to him. Right. They think she's so weak. Yeah, I my thing is, I just, she has to take some accountability in this. And so, you know what, let's just dive yep. into this whole thing. And then we'll move to the other storyline. Okay. Here's my problem with with this whole thing. Because um, she cannot work with Adam, okay? Mm-hmm. And this man has made all kind of concessions for everybody in that family. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, the girl lied on him. Uh, several months ago saying all this stuff to Victor, Victor instantly snatched his company away from him and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it from you. Right. But she, she has all this going on and she gets to stay right where she is, which is the conversation that Sally and Adam is always having. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is that he is trying. I could see if Adam was stonewalling don't want to talk to her he's trying and she won't give him an inch no she won't and i mean quite frankly he was one of the victims in chelsea's scheme too so it's not exactly i mean yeah he's done some pretty diabolical things obviously and trying to frame victoria for poisoning his their dad was pretty heinous i don't know that i could forgive that but Mm -hmm. he's obviously his character has amazing business sense because he's done some pretty good things. So use that. Yeah. I mean, my thing is, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just said they're siblings, you know, there's going to all be sibling rivalry, but why do you have to be so cruel? Yeah. I mean, she is not letting him sniff anywhere near that seat. CEO, Mm -hmm. COO, whatever. She's like, Mm -hmm. nope. Not having it, no ham, no burger, no nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so, not even you know, a bun. <laughs> not even a bun. She's not even letting you get the ketchup or the condiments. I mean, <laughs> seriously. You know, it's it's just. I honestly, and I've been saying this, and Keisha, you know, I, when we were doing the show, I've said this many times. He need to walk away. He need to walk away from this because, mm-hmm. I mean, he could still do the family thing with them whenever they have holiday dinners and stuff like that. But honestly, Adam needs to do his own thing mm-hmm. because he's never going to measure up to these people. Never. never. No, because Nikki's not his mom. Nope. And you see what Abby has done. Abby has pretty much did. She did her own thing. She got yeah. her restaurant. And she stays in her lane. She visits with the Abbots mostly, but she's not trying to go up against Victoria and all of that because she tried that same thing and it didn't work. Yeah, she's done with that. She's done with that. And so I was I was hoping that Adam will take that same journey and like, okay, you know what? I'm bumping my head up against a brick wall with these people. Mm-hmm. Let me just, you know, move away from this thing. And call it a day. And see, here's where I have a problem. Let me ask you this. Sally 
was the one that originally, because he wanted to walk away about a month and a half ago, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sally talked him into, no, fight for what's yours, and this, that, and the third. And then when it didn't work, she's trying to get him to leave now. Yeah, you know, I think that honestly came from just where they were in the timing of everything. Because before, the debacle hadn't happened yet. You know, it was leading mm -hmm. up to it. And so, you know, staying made a lot of sense then because somebody was going to have to pick up the pieces because That's Victoria true. was going to fall apart. Um, and I think she did in a way. And um, I don't think she's over any of it yet. And mm -hmm. now that Victor's back to the whole Nikki co-CEO thing, I mean, if I were Adam, I'd say, well, okay, great. Nikki's co-CEO, then I'll backfill the COO position. Yeah, but I don't even think that Victoria is not giving him an itch. Uh-uh. Not, uh, not I don't even think that she would even have him work in the basement. I know, so. right? Right? Not in the mailroom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At least with, with Thorne, they gave him a job in the mailroom. I don't even... She doesn't want Adam in, in, anywhere near Newman Lock no. or Newman Enterprises or whatever it's called now. No, I think she'd be happy if he never came back from the exploding house. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's why I saw the preview for next week and we see where Adam is saying that he's going to take over the entire company and the first thing that came to my mind is why. Yeah. Why would you want to do it? You're going to alienate your family. You mm. were trying so hard to get back in their good graces. And granted, it's not working, but that doesn't help the cause by going after the entire company. Well, then, because then the family can just say, see, you know, yep. you, you're the one who poisoned our dad. You're the one who was going to blow up Newman Towers with us in it. You're the one who's doing this now, you know. So, yeah, they'll be able to paint him out to be the villain and it'll be all his fault. Yep, you are absolutely correct, you know. And so it's like just I, I, I was hoping that the writers was going to be like, you know what? He stand up and bring all of them in the office and say, you know what? This isn't working. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate the time and walk away. But right. here's the other thing. Adam's pride. Oh, it's because, huge. Yeah. And he's like, well, if I leave, then it's going to look like, you know, I conceded. It doesn't matter. They don't care about mm -hmm. what you do with that company. I mean, especially with Victoria. Yeah. You know, she don't care. She thinks you're less than anyway. So whether you concede or not, you're still going to be looked in the same position. So by going after the company, she's still going to, she's going to look at you differently. No. Right. Right. It just don't make any sense, you know, and that's why I was so disappointed when I saw that because I'm like, when I saw the, a spoiler this week, Adam makes the decision on whether or not he's going to stay or leave Newman. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. Maybe they're going to do his own thing. And then we get the previews for next week, and I'm like, crap. Here we go again. Here we go again, you know, and like you said, it's going to give him, it's going to take him 10, 10 steps back because his family is going to be like, See, we thought so. Yep. Oh, you haven't changed. Is. There he is. He's back. We knew. But that's the thing. They don't realize that if they met, it'd be different. Like if they met him halfway mm -hmm. and gave him concession and he acted up, then they got a reason to say that. 
but you're right. purposely doing things to him. Right. Yeah, it's basically just an antagonizing relationship. And he right. asked and then, to talk, and she just okay. shut him down. Exactly. And then the moment that he um, tries to, you know, do anything, he'll be like, oh, see there, I told you. I mm -hmm. see you never changed. And it's like, well, he tried to show you, and you kept treating him like crap. Exactly. So now you're going to get crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what exactly. you get thrown back in your face. Uh, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Billy, because like you say, I'm going to let you go first this time so you can air out your frustrations with Billy Abbott and Lily. Go ahead. You know, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to be a real adult. Um, I just don't. I, the way he's treating this blog as if changing the voice is going to have that much of a, of a difference of the effect on all the people. Mm -hmm. that I mean, he's supposed to still care about Victoria and she has still has feelings about all this. And for him to do that, it just makes her look stupid. And, mm -hmm. and he's still drawn to her, which to me should tell Lily, if you're so protective of her still, what is happening here? And why are you doing this? Why can't you focus on what we're working on together? You know, it's, it's just, he's, he's obsessed. He's obsessed with this girl. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when he said, when, okay, because there was a statement that he made. I think it was today's episode where he said something like, where well, Lily brought up the fact that anybody listening to your commentary on the podcast, they're going to know exactly who this is. Mm -hmm. And she's and Lily was like, well, what if Ashton Locke realizes who you are? And he was like, I, I want him to. Now, mm -hmm. as a CEO, if I need you to be anonymous, and this could affect the business because this whole platform is attached to Chancellor. Yep. There is no way. Lily should have laid down off right then and there and say, no, you, we don't want him to respond to what you're saying because it could affect the business. You're the, C, the COO. What do you mean? Right. And when does a COO have a podcast? You don't have time for that. <sighs> You know, I, this thing is frustrating because I thought it was going to be about him and his relationships and Delia and the loss and getting through that and everything because of the first one that he did. But now it just seems like it's going to be vendetta after vendetta. Yeah, he's venting out his anger with with this whole situation with Victor, Victor Ashland and, and probably Adam pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's I just wanted I was hoping that they had Lily say, look, if you want to be my COO, you need to focus on the business over here. Right. You know, I understand this podcast was created as a therapy for you to talk about your loss, not to get mad and vent about what's going on with, with Ashlyn Locke and Victoria. Right. And no fake voice necessary. Well, the, here's the thing. That fake voice doesn't sound that far off from Billy. And I, I was like, it sounds a lot like him. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then whenever he said, Billy one is this, and then Billy two is that, I'm like, okay, so we have a split personality disorder now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you need to get a shrink. And, 
and he actually chose the voice to sound closest to his own. I'm like, what was the purpose of that? If you're trying to disguise yourself, you get a totally different voice tone, octaves, everything. That voice that he picked sounds almost like he do. It does. I know. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously. So when Lily said, anybody listening to what they're what you're saying on this podcast is going to know that it's you and he was like well no they're not and i'm like and then gonna tell her to step outside of herself and listen think about it from a stranger's point of view i'm like dude your boss is telling you this could affect the business and your relationship why do you push this yeah he's not listening at all on top of the fact that there's technology out there that can help somebody realign the sound on the external receiving end as well that could match it to his real voice easily so exactly exactly and the other thing is that lily made a good point was that she said just the content itself what you're talking about she's going to realize that it's you because you only know some of those things that you're talking about on that Mm -hmm. podcast exactly and some of that was confidential so i I just don't understand. Now, here's, listen to this, though. So, he won't back off from Victoria, but Lily's, when when Jack called him to come to the house today, right? Mm-hmm. Lily said, uh, no, we have a meeting at work. You need to go there. He was like, oh, okay, cool. So, you will ditch your family, but you can't ditch Victoria. Did you see the look on Lily's face when she took that <laughs> sip after that? It was like, oh, I see. I see yep. how this works. Yep. I was I was looking at him like, oh, it's like that, huh? So with Victoria, mm-hmm. you push on, oh yeah, somebody gotta protect her and I'm gonna do what I can and I don't care what Ashley think and but then when she said, Well, I need you to go to this meeting and not meet up with your family, oh okay, no problem. I can be late. Yeah, it's just Kyle, no biggie. Yeah, His mom's just back from the dead. It's okay. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm honestly, if I was Lily, I would have been done with him a long time ago. Oh, absolutely. Especially after he keep running. And I, and he always used the whole thing of, well, she's my kid's mother. Okay. But the kids are fine. They're boarding school. So what, you know, it's different if the kids were living in the house while this is going on then you have a responsibility to those children. And I'm not saying he shouldn't care about Victoria, of course. but he's obsessed. Yeah, he is definitely obsessed. And I think part of the obsession doesn't even have to do with Victoria. It has to do with um, Victor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing is just a hot stinking mess. The other thing is that I don't like what Billy does with Victoria is the fact that he doesn't hold her accountable. It's all Ashlyn's fault. And yeah, like I said in previous podcasts, she knew exactly what she was doing when she signed up with this man because mm-hmm. he said something interesting today. He said, now that Victoria knows what he's capable of, and I'm like, no. He, she knew a long time ago what he was capable mm-hmm. of. Exactly. I mean, yeah, from the whole thing of his friend in the burning car and the lady that he worked for and stole her inheritance. What uh-huh. do you mean he, she knows what he's capable of now? She right. knew before she married him. And 
who would marry someone that took someone else's identity and walked away from him? And who knows if the guy was actually dead when he walked away? Well, the a person that does that is the one that thinks that this man is going to die and she's going to inherit all of his uh, mm-hmm. property. And see, that's the other part of the accountability that both her and her father need to take. They, yep. they both knew what Ashlyn was before they married. They protected and tried to keep Nick away. Mm-hmm. They tried to keep the Gaines guy. We talked about this before. They tried to keep the Gaines guy away when they could have threw him out a long time ago. But no, you wanted her to get married in Tuscany and nobody's going to interfere with this wedding because they they wanted his 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 company. they like, right. this man only got so much time. Let him go ahead and marry her. He ain't going to be around that long and we're going to have his company. They went in with a different agenda and it blew up in their face because he was oh, playing yeah. them too. Yeah, it did blow up in their face. But the thing is, at least he knew they wanted the company they mm-hmm. didn't know he wasn't sick and adam was Correct. in on it too so he actually helped victoria and she's treating him exactly sick. exactly i mean i exactly. think that was his way of trying to make up the whole i tried to frame you for poisoning our father thing yeah because that was him trying to get acceptance yep you know so when when Billy and even you know when I hear Victor talk about oh my daughter's gone through a lot she's dealing with this man dude you helped yeah. you helped bring this man into her life <laughs> exactly and she knew and she did it anyway she knew she knew so you know as they say you can miss me with that one <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, seriously, tell it to somebody else because it, it, it it's not working because it just don't make any sense. No, it does not. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the whole situation with that. Billy, Lily needs to actually say, you know what? If you're going to continue to obsess over your wife, I, this ain't going to work. No, absolutely. I mean, well, you know how I feel about Lily, and I—I I just have always loved her, and um, she doesn't deserve to be treated second best by Billy Abbott. Mm-mm, and he keep doing it. I mean, he's been doing this in this in their entire relationship. Yep, he has. You know, it was always something, even before the Ashland thing, that he was always running to see what she was doing and always worried about her. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, you know. So it's like, Lily, at what point do you see that this man is going to be emotionally tied to Victoria for the long haul? Yeah. When is enough enough? When is enough? Exactly. Perfect, perfect phrase. When is enough enough? So, all right. Um, let's move over to the Diane thing. So we kind of talked about it in the beginning. Where, you know, Victor showed up and she's trying to make amends. It seems like she's playing along. She's not, you know, trying to fight back or anything. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think she got something else up her sleeve? Well, when Ashley said, welcome back, bitch. And she, <laughs> she didn't say anything terrible back to her. I, that's that's trying, I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know what? I'm wondering, I'm curious to find out what that whole interrogation is going to look like. Right. You know, um, I got to give it to Abby, though. Say it again? What are they going to ask her? What are they going to say? Well, here's the thing that I don't understand about what Kyle is doing. Okay, so Kyle says, I'm going to bring everybody over and I need you to demonstrate to me that you've changed. How are you going to do that when these people have only seen her 10 minutes out of the last 10 years? Right. Right. I mean, make that make sense. The way that you're going to actually see, because she could tell you anything during that whole firing squad situation, right? So the best thing is to do is watch her in the element. Yeah, the reactions and how she behaves, what she says, how she says it. Exactly. Exactly. But for them to say, I need you to, we're going to prove right now in this moment that you're changed. You're not, again, I think I said this to you and I know I've said it in the past. Proving does nothing. That person has to want to change their mind because just say she said, I went through ECT and I was in a counseling facility for eight years and I've been working in the community. If Ashley say, I don't believe you, it means nothing. Right. It means nothing. Look at what we were saying about Adam. Adam has been jumping through the hoops of fire with his family, and he's still where he was three years ago. Even 10 years ago. Even 10 years ago. Exactly. So for them to say, I need you to prove to me, there's no way she's going to be able to do that. That per- Those folks in that room have to want to see her differently. Oh, yeah. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. They don't even want her. No. There. Nope. Nope. So I, I didn't agree with the whole... Mom, come over. I want to talk to you. And then you blindside her with bringing all the habits in. Now, I got to give it to her. Her reaction, she may remain composed. You know, she um, was open to having the conversation with everybody. But I just mm-hmm. don't think this is going to go, you know, it's disingenuous. Kyle should have just had that meeting with her. Now, will it affect the family if he does bring her back in? Yeah. Sure, it will. But the relationship is with him and her. That's the primary relationship, right? Exactly. What do you think? Yes, it is. Um, and it's up to him what he wants to do. Because yeah. he had his relationship with his mother before he even knew the Abbots were part of his family. Exactly. And she's his mom. Was she, did she do some awful things? Yeah, she did. But she's still his mom. Yeah, that's a totally different relationship than, you know, Ashley sitting back wondering, well, should he be back in his mom's life? That's no determination of hers anyway. Mm-mm, no. No, but she has always liked to make decisions for everybody else. Yeah, because you heard what she told Kyle. If it's up to me, you will never see her again. I'm like, Ashley, please. <laughs> <laughs> you had a whole set. Uh, honestly, you still in Victor sperm? Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. The glass houses in these shows. Oh, my God. I was kind of getting mad at Adam, too, because of the uh-huh. conversation he had with with her and was saying, oh, my God, you're so horrible for coming back here. And I'm like, Adam, stop. You came back four times. 
Exactly. <laughs> and back from the dead twice. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So how are you going to get mad at her for coming back? You need to leave. You should be here. People don't want you here. And I'm like, Adam, stop. No. Yeah, because he could have been looking in the mirror. Well, I think Diane gave him a little bit of a dose of reality. That he, <laughs> She told him, she said, well... It's interesting that you talk about me coming back here, that when you came back here, you ended up having a second chance. You changed yep. your life. And I'm thinking like, well, that second chance is kind of weak, but it, he's still there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So Some people don't, uh, don't care for him, but he did donate a kidney. So, you know. Girl, and that, listen, Trish, that kills me out of all of this. He saved faith three times when the tornado yeah. hit right mm -hmm. yep then he saved her when she had an accident on the side of the road and then yep. when she needed a darn kidney yep that's right you know that man really well, didn't he also find her by the pond when she was a little girl and hey, she add that to the list the i think he did yeah add that to the list yeah you know Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just, I was thinking back and I, I think I'm remembering that correctly. I guess, if I'm wrong, your listeners will let us know, but I think, yeah. um, I think he did save her from the either going into the pond or on the edge of the pond or something when she went missing and everybody was looking for faith. Um, yeah, I'll have to back. I'll have to go back and look at that and see. Yeah. I mean, he saved Sharon when the whole ranch mm -hmm. was burning down or whatever she was doing and help her go through therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, we always, <clears throat> we always talk about Nick when they went to Kansas and that tornado and he got stuck mm -hmm. up in there and Adam brought the firemen back to save him. And I'm like, right. at what point do you see the deeds that this man has done? Yeah. He saved Sharon's life, Nick's life. He saved, like I said, um, baby girl. <laughs> Faith, yeah. Yeah, Faith's life many times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm -hmm. when, when do y'all see the redemption? At some point, and then he was about to allow himself to be thrown under the bus with Victoria's harebrained scheme against right. Ashley. Right. And he's the and one that came up with the scheme that worked. Yeah, and she's yeah, but you 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 gave him a half of my dad, half a billion of dad's money to do it. He did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Victor could have said no. Yeah, that's the thing. Victor could have said no, but your daddy agreed to it. So what's the mm -hmm. problem? Exactly. Exactly. But going back to the Abbots, I just I just only person that I could see that's that's objective in this whole thing would be Tracy. Oh, for sure, because she really does try to see the good in people. She does. Now I gotta give Abby a little bit of credit because even though Abby was pissed off about it, she did say, you know, but we maybe Kyle should try to see it is his mother. Give her the benefit of the doubt. He needs to make that decision. So I was like, okay, Abby, you got some growth there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She has grown a lot, probably because now they have her being a mom. You know, she's a mom. So right. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, she needs to help her mom with that because Ashley is like, she don't want Allie there. 
She don't want Diane there. She don't want nobody there. So. Uh, uh, no, she she really <laughs> doesn't, does she? I mean, yeah. What, she, she's got a stick up it, I think. I don't know what it is. <laughs> she's just... Mm. Yeah. So when I just love her, you know, I just... I used to love the scenes with her and her dad whenever John Abbott was on the show. And yeah, she's overbearing yes. right now. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Very overbearing, you know. And I mean, to sit up there and tell Kyle, if I have anything to do with you, won't have a relationship with your mom. And I'm like, oh, back it up. Stop. Nope. <laughs> exactly. You know, Dr. Not Go ahead. What'd you say? Not your call to make. That's what I was just going to say. It's not your call, sweetie. So, uh -huh. um, and then we had the other storyline with Adam and um, Adam and Sally, and uh -huh. they have been loving on each other all week. I I, I love their storyline together. I do too. I do too. I think they're the perfect uh, couple on the show and it will be really fun to, to watch what they do with this couple. Because if you think about it, although Sally wasn't a stripper, she does come from the carnival life and Nikki mm -hmm. was a stripper and neither one of them had anything whenever they met Victor Newman, Victor Newman mm -hmm. Jr. And mm -hmm. I just think it would be really cool for Adam and Sally to be the power couple for a while. Here's the thing that I think intrigues Adam so much with Sally is that with his previous relationships, there was always insecurity and jealousness, right? Absolutely. Sally is like, she, you know, with the whole conversation with Diane and when Victor brought up Diane at the office, Sally didn't go react to, well, who is she? And what did she do? And what did you have with her? And who is she? You know, she didn't go into that whole thing. She allowed him the space to, when he felt comfortable, that he was going to be honest with her. And, and that is huge. That was huge for him. She, he was like, this is different. You're not reactive. Because if it was Chelsea... Oh, or maybe yeah. even Sharon back in the day, they were yeah. like, well, well, what did you do with Diane? Do you still have feelings for her? Oh my God. I got to keep my eye out. Just like what Chelsea's doing right now. She's feeling some kind of way about the two of them being together and y'all not even together anymore. Exactly. Get over it. Move on. You know, so I honestly think they are the match that's made in soap opera heaven right now. I do too. I love Adam and Sally together. The spark, the electricity, the fun, the playfulness. Yep. It's all it's all fun to watch. Yes, it is. And they even say, you know, we I met my match. They mm -hmm. they have that fire in between the two of them. Because I always wanted him back with Sharon. Uh-huh. And you know, it, it never seemed like they were going to put them two back together. But when they brought Sally in the mix, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought, too. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but Adam and Sharon were in a plane crash together. That was a long time ago, right? A long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You know, um, but, yeah, they need to keep them together because... 
I agree. She supports him. She gives him great advice. He listens. He gives he he looks for her input. They they just like yin and yang. It just seems. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And I think um, you know whenever she does talk to him, she she's not condescending. She doesn't try to control right. everything. And when she does give an opinion, she gives it knowing full well that he's going to do what he wants and she's going to be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yep. And she's like, she told him, I'm going to ride this train with you, whatever you decide. Yeah, she did say that. She did yeah, say that. She did. I was like, that's, man, if more, pe- more couples could be like that, you could build something together Absolutely. with someone like that. Absolutely. You know? Yes. So I'm loving them right now. I'm hoping that we get a marriage out of that. Could you imagine that wedding? Oh my God. That would be really incredible. That would be incredible. Yeah, especially after they take over. If they, I'm wondering if the writers are going to allow them to take over Newman. I hope so. And I hope there's no prenup. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And with all the sexing they've been doing, it might be a baby pop into this. Who knows? Right. Right. Chelsea, I have oh Chelsea would She'll be have a fit. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, it wrong Chelsea, if I wouldn't mind that? Listen, hey, I will have zero issues with that. If she pop pregnant, and you know they're about to get married, and he put that big old rock of an engagement ring on her finger, oh my goodness, Chelsea is going to blow a top. Yeah, her head's going to explode for sure. Yep. I don't, did they ever have a big wedding anyway, Adam and Chelsea? No, uh-uh, I don't think so. I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. No. It's time for Adam's never had a big wedding. All his weddings were very small. Because what friends does he have? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of friends either. And especially mm-hmm. if he take over Newman, he's not <laughs> going to have friends. The family's not even going to be there. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And here's the thing. When Victoria makes those types of moves, Victor's proud. Oh, man, that was a good business decision. When when Adam does that, he's pissed. Yeah, it's like, what a great, brilliant decision. How could you do that to your sister? What a great, right. <laughs> how could you do that to your sister? Yeah. Yeah. When, when Victoria pull a chess move, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a great business move. Yeah, let her have it. I know why he does that because he raised Victoria firsthand. He taught her everything. Whereas Adam learned on the farm and through cliff and then went off to college and learned at college. So, and then he came and was part of Victor's life, but Victoria was always there. Yeah. And that's the difference because Victoria learned hands-on working with pops. Whereas on the flip side, would you, you know, you really can't discredit the fact that Adam uh, went to Harvard. So, you know, I mean, they're both in the same boat. You know, she got a little bit more of an edge because she's she's ran the business hands on. Mm -hmm. He has the business knowledge. Yeah, the education backing. Yeah. Yeah. But she go to those boarding schools and private schools. So they just never said where she went to college. Right, but as far as I remember, she only ended up with an art degree. Could be. I don't I, yeah, yeah, because wasn't yeah, that girl, she yeah, was the girl that 
that Victor ended up dating, which was her friend from art school, remember? Yeah, her? he got her pregnant. Yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing is was just ridiculous. I'm like, it's really? Yeah, we won't we won't uh bring that back up. Right, no need, <laughs> no need. Ew. <laughs> yeah, ew. You're exactly right. Um, and then there's the other thing I kind of want to address is this conversation between Chelsea and Chloe. Uh-huh. Chloe can see right through Chelsea that she fell in love with Ray. That was like cellophane transparency right there. I mean, you could have read that book. It, it, it wasn't even like there needed to be words on the pages. It was all the look on her face. It was a I picture know. book. <laughs> I know. And then she was like, how dare you say that? He was a married man. He was right. happily that didn't stop you from having fantasies about sleeping with him. So cut it out. Right, right. You know you was you was crushing on that dude. Absolutely. And and Chloe know it too because you were really feeling some kind of way about the fact when he passed, and it was out mm -hmm. of the ordinary for him to just be a friend. Right. And Sharon knew it too. So yeah, Sharon peeped that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think we had that conversation uh, about two or three weeks ago when I was saying Sharon should have stood her ground and said, yeah, my husband ain't going nowhere with you. Exactly. You are. You decided that you're not going to New York. So take your son and Ray stays home with me. But obviously, you know, he was leaving the show, so they had to exit him out. But yeah. I wasn't even feeling that either. Nope. Uh-uh. You know, y'all could have had that man leave a different way. Y'all didn't have to do that. Well, and not only that, the way that they're now talking about having a quick service for him, it's so disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to end this character and anything along with his storyline really quickly mm -hmm. because they, they took it where his mom is going to do everything. Sharon really has no, no input or say so. Mm -hmm. And then she want to do a little quick thing that night at the church or something and call it a day and move on to, you know, their wedding, meaning the girls. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, I mean, the easiest thing to do was just to send the man to Miami and say, I'm not coming back. Now y'all got to do all this other crazy stuff. It's just, it didn't make sense to me. Exactly. So, um, and then the other thing we can't forget is Tessa's sister. Oh, Candace, that's right. She's coming back for the wedding. Is her Raven. name Candace? Wasn't it Can or is that the actress's name that plays her? I'm trying to think of that girl's name. Um let me see. What was her name on the show? That's why I called her um Tessa's sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's Crystal. Crystal, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Crystal, that's right, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. It's Crystal. So. Who's Candace? No. I'm like, who is Candace? Yeah, Crystal. So I'm like, um, okay, so now they're bringing this girl in. What is she? Is she going to be? Maybe that's who they're going to put with Noah. Well, but then they did a preview or there was some picture or something where Noah sees Allie, um, Allie somewhere maybe it's at the wedding i don't know why would she be at the wedding unless jack brings her but why is jack at the wedding i don't know but i thought that it was going to be Allie. but who knows oh. i mean 
doesn't seem to me that it should be Crystal because she's the little sister to the chick that he dated and who's now marrying his sister. Well, Mariah was the sister to I know Noah who was dating. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm you can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. Ugh. Yeah. So well, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see, but they obviously are bringing this girl on. That's why I'm saying they're bringing Diane, mm-hmm. Allie, Crystal, all the, and I also heard Paul is coming back. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody posted that, was it yesterday or Wednesday, that Paul is coming back. So all these people are coming back. You mean you couldn't have kept Ray and kind of squeezed him in there somewhere? Right. Or, you know, something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to, because that's been a complaint that's been going for the last two weeks. So, Absolutely. And now, isn't he nominated for an Emmy? Yeah. Did you see how many of these actors have been nominated and received Emmys and they're already killed off the show? It's like, come on, man. You can see the fans. Right. Yeah, it makes no sense. I I don't know. Young and the wrestlers have a tendency of doing that. When they kill somebody off or they leave the show, we get a ton of folks coming in. Or they bring them in and then let somebody go. Right. So all you right, did we cover up. everything for the young and the restless? I think we did. It was a lot. Yeah, we unpacked a lot of pieces. Okay, so let's jump into Bold and the Beautiful, second half of the show. So for the week of May 2nd, Steffi asked Liam to stay the night. And then we had... Eric claims to be off playing pickleball. (laughs) And then we had Eric tells Donna that Quinn can never learn of their little tete-a-tete. And okay, and then oh, Thursday. Okay. And then we have Steffi has a flash of memory involving Sheila. And then she actually sees a lot of what happened in the alley behind El Giardino's. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got a few pieces to pick because there's some, a one piece that I am not happy about. So tell me, tell me. Okay. This whole thing with Paris. So as you guys remember, Carter broke things off with Paris. Mm-hmm. She decides without t- talking to Paris, to run tell Zenday, not the complete truth, but a part of the truth that, oh, I haven't been dating Carter, but I want to date Carter. Uh-huh. And I'm looking like, girl, you just slept with him twice already. What are you talking about? At least, right. You didn't been in that man's house. You didn't got a dip of the chocolate, so stop. Exactly right. Exactly right. And she <laughs> ripped her sister to shreds uh, for what yeah. she did and was so judgmental and so um, in their faces about it. And then with Quinn and what happened with Quinn and Carter and how she outed everything. And now, you know, after acting all holier than thou, she 
you know, has this thing with Carter knowing full well it would hurt Zenday. And she did it anyway, knowing full well without breaking it fully off with him first. And mm-hmm. her crazy mom, I mean, that whole situation was just ridiculous. And if anybody thought Carter was going to put up with a mother-in-law like that, think again. He doesn't need that. And he still has feelings for Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that whole conversation, is, like I said, she told Zenday and then want to bounce her little butt back in the office. And say, oh, Carter, guess what? I told Zenday. Oh, by the way, I didn't tell him everything. But I told him mm-hmm. and he has he let me go and now we can do us and we can and Carter was like, Look, we just swing we just uh friends, sweetheart. Sorry. Honey, you should have took that ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turned around and said, Well, I know you I know the reason why it's not my mother that is the problem. It's the fact that you still have feelings for Quinn. Okay, so Paris, if you know that, why the heck? Would you try to go after number one? Somebody said that they're just your friend, and number right. two, they're interested in somebody else. Exactly. You look crazy. Exactly. And two, if you think about it, she went after a man who cheated with his best friend's dad's wife. Right. So you know, I mean, I used to have Carter on like the pedestal because he was Mr. Dudley Do-Right, right? Mm-hmm. And sexy. Well, he's not Mr. Dudley Do-Right anymore. He's just sexy. <laughs> well, he's so funny. He's just sexy. Oh, That's I love hilarious. Her. But yeah, it's like, come on, Paris, get real. Yeah. That whole it's- scene left me jaw dropped because it was like, that's what you're going to say to him? You dump this on him and you expect him to be happy about what you just did. You didn't consult him first. Where's the trust? Where's the, where's anything that is actual relationship material? Yeah, she thought that, you know, and then come back and say, well, I'm sorry I didn't tell you first. No, you're not. No, you're you knew not. that you want to tell Zenday first. Uh-huh. She knew exactly. And then she made it like it was a noble thing. Like, I should have did this a long time ago. And I finally did it. I told Zenday we can't be together. And I'm like, I'm sitting up there looking like, girl. Yep. That's not a good look. That man had already, Carter has already told you, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Exactly. So now, just like your sister, you don't have either one of them. Nope. Because here's the thing. Once I have a feeling that when Quinn finds out, because we gotta talk about that too, this whole thing with Donna and Eric. Ooh, mm-hmm. You know, once she, Quinn is gonna be flying out of there to get the Carter, she's gonna go ballistic. I think. Well, I don't know. Her. She'll either go ballistic or she'll play it the silent, deadly uh, look out of her eye way. I don't know how she's gonna play it, but it's not gonna be good. No. Not at all. Not at all. I'm sorry. You had mentioned, I think you had said something about she's going to run right back to Carter. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. As well she should. You know, um, because here's my problem with this. Quinn and Carter shouldn't have did what they did in the beginning. No. Now, after that, Eric took her back but said, you know what? My motor ain't working, so I'm going to need Carter to step up and handle the bedroom <laughs> business, right? So whack. 
And then they do that and, and they're reluctantly doing it because they're like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. And then she walks away from Carter to get back with Eric. And as far as we knew of, they were fine, right? Right. They come back on screen in the last few weeks and all we see is um, Eric looking at his phone, texting, talking about we finna, I'm going to go play pickleball. And, right. you know, he wouldn't kiss uh, Quinn in the mouth. He would kiss on the cheek or he would walk out the door and ignore her. And the next thing we saw is a bottle of honey. Uh, so that stupid honey. Yeah, I didn't know Donna was coming back because remember, she was fired. Well, exactly. And not only that, she was she was the one Logan who wasn't the sleep with a married man type. I don't think I don't remember her sleeping with a married man. I don't think Eric was with anyone when she first got with him. I know. Was he with with Stephanie when she when? I can't remember. We'll have to look that up. I thought that they were estranged. And that's why he turned to her. Because, you know, that man can't be alone. Yeah. But he got a whole wife. Right. I mean, obviously, whatever is, I guess, what? um, Quinn's not getting a rise out of him or something? I don't know. (laughs) Well, I guess not. But if he's playing pickleball, or as I jokingly referred to it as dickleball, um, he's not playing with Quinn. <laughs> Is that too much? I never can tell. Well, here's the thing. When he was going through the issue with his ED back at the end of 2020, I mean, 2021, uh-huh. uh, Donald was the one that was eating honey off his fingers and he yep. got that little rise. He couldn't forget that, obviously. Right, right. You know, but at the same time, now you're doing the exact same thing that you were pissed off that Quinn did with Carter in the beginning. So exactly, you can't say nothing. But here's the thing. People are calling this karma. And I'm like, no, because he decided to take her back and he set up the, 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 the entanglement in the second half of that ED story. So it's technically not karma. I agree. Now, if she cheated on him back and you do that on purpose, then you're evil. It's exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, you know, there's just a lot of people that just don't like Quinn. I just call it down the middle. If she was wrong, she was wrong. (laughs) Well, Eric is definitely wrong right now. Exactly. And I will say, I love Eric and Quinn together. And one of my favorite scenes is when she showed up with the hat on and they were right there by the water and she asked him, well, is it true? Are they, are they as blue as the sea? And they kissed. I thought that was such a beautiful scene. They both looked amazing. I just thought they were such a beautiful couple. And I really wanted that to, to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I thought that was a nice scene. I always liked those two together. I did. I thought they brought out the best in each other. Yeah, me too. I actually thought that they, you know, but in soap opera world, couples don't right. stay together that long. I know. So, I know. The question is, hit, then that question remains with Adam and Sally. How long are they going to stay together? I know. I know. I was I just was laughing. Somebody online was like wanting to bet. Is it going to be six months or 18 months or 
How long is it going to be before they break them up? Because the fans yeah. love them. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they don't, but... I hope not. All right, so we talked about Eric and Donna. I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling that whole thing. I, I, I want Donna to have somebody. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of over the older man, younger woman thing. I would really like it a lot better if Donna was maybe with a man who was a little bit younger than she, kind of like Jackie did with, uh, what was it, a whip, I guess? where she mm -hmm. was the older woman and he was the younger hot man and they were together and it was real sexy. I want that for Donna. Yeah. Um, or I remember at one point she was liking, she was attracted to Carter. You could have put her with Carter. Exactly. Exactly. Now that would have been sexy. Now I got to give it to Jennifer Garese because the girl is in her fifties with a body banging like she, that. I was oh like, Oh my God. She I had to look her up. I said, wait a minute, stunning. how old is Jennifer? And I she's, think she's 52, maybe 51, 52, something like that. And what, um, go ahead. What are you about to say? I had read in a magazine one time, she had said a long time ago, whenever they were, you know, they do those polls and who works out the most at work. And she laughed and said, well, I don't want this to sound egotistical, but it's me. <laughs> I work out more than anybody. So I think she just loves physical fitness. And she, I don't think there's ever been a day in her life that she hasn't worked out because man, she is, her body is, she's stunning. Listen, I'm 51 and I'm all, I'm working out at least four, five days. Good for you. Sure, listen, to try to make sure I keep my stuff together for her. She, I was like, you go, girl. Absolutely. I will say I'm 55, as you know, and uh -huh. I, I'm almost 5'11", and I will say that this whole COVID thing, I did get a little doughy in the tummy, but I'm oh, working. Well, so Okay. That's cool. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not used thing. to that, but it's there now, so we're just going to deal with it. I think that's a, that whole fupa, lower belly thing is pretty common in your 40s and 50s because your hormones are dropping. Menopause so, is not fun. It's not. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole <laughs> nother. Listen, that's a whole Let's not talk about podcast. that. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. Right, right. Let's get back to the stories. <laughs> right. But I, I got to give it to her. She looks good. She looks Stunning good. Look good. I mean, even Sharon, I would say Sharon Case looks Stunning. good. Rena Sofer, who plays Stunning. Quinn, she looks good. They all do it. They're all, all in their fifties. Even yep. Ashley, as much as we fucked oh at her, that, but that I love her. Dress, did you mm -hmm. see that sweater she had on? Stunning. I was like the girl, and I know she's closer to sixty. She is. Yes, she is. I think she's like fifty-seven or something. Uh -huh. Um, she looks good. Oh, she absolutely she does. Good. I just, I just, she's stunning. I adore her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember the guy, the woman that played? Um, I think her name is Eva Larue. Yes, she played Ray Rosales's mother. Yes, she did. She is stunning as well. I'm like, and and when they had to, oh, that's my mom. They look like they could have been the same age. Siblings, <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. But oh. actually, Eva is in her fifties too. She sure is. She sure you know, is. So, yeah, I got to give it to the ladies out here that's trying. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right, so back to the soaps. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just not feeling this whole thing with Eric and Donna. They could have put Donna with Carter. That mm-hmm. would have kept Quinn and Eric together, and right. Paris would have just been SOL because she playing around, so she get whatever happens. Exactly, and what happened to, I mean, in the beginning, it was, oh, Zenday, 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 and then all of a sudden, no more Zenday? Right. I just, uh, I don't know how you flip overnight. Well, remember, she also had these fantasies and crush over Finn, too. So That's right. She did. You know, and then there was Thomas they were trying to do stuff with, but she that didn't go anywhere. So it's uh-uh. like, she don't know what she want to do. And how many more? I mean, who are they going to try to put her with next? That's Why a good question. Well, here's my thing about this. I'm wondering, because she lied to Zenday about not dating him mm-hmm. she slept with him twice right if it comes and just say quinn and carter do move on if this girl ends up pregnant that's a whole nother storyline then now uh-huh. she has to come to terms with zenday that it was more to it than just i wanted to date him or she could lie to zenday and make him think it's his baby and marry him after all Cause, yeah, you know, but she got to hurry up and sleep with them because yeah. they haven't slept together since probably when did they break up or when did she take a break? I think that was like February. Long so enough ago. Yeah. She would have to, act, if she found out she was pregnant and, <clears throat> and Carter has moved on and they want to do the who's the baby daddy storyline, mm-hmm. she would technically have to hurry up and sleep with Zenday, yeah. but she would already be two two months ahead, though. Right. That'd be the biggest preemie we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. So, I don't know where the writers are going to go with her. I don't know. I mean, are they just going to exit her? And then, I mean, I don't know, because uh, sometimes people just go away and you just don't see them. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody else to date. Finn is gone. Unless right. they slide her over to Thomas, you know, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't I, like that. They they should have just left her with Zenday and call it a day. Yeah, I agree. So, okie dokie. So, we have the other storyline where Brooke and Hope is not happy about the fact that um, Liam is spending time with Steph. Right. So stupid. I'm so over that whole storyline. It's like, do we? When are we going to just get away from this whole thing? I know. I I wish. Um, I I can't wait because it's really old. I mean, it is just really old. Yeah, it's just been going. And he's like, I'm going to always be here for you. And then he goes back to Hope and says, They need me there. And I don't want to be in the house. She's has nobody. And uh, she has Hope plenty of like, bodies. Uh, say it again. She has plenty of bodies. Yeah, he just Liam is always Captain Save him. So he, that's the perfect title for him, Captain Savior. Yes. Yeah, because every time a girl get in a dilemma, he got to go and save them, and then he end up damaging the relationship that he's currently in. Every time. Every time. And that's why Brooke was so insecure about him 
being in the room with Steffi at the hospital and hanging out mm-hmm. over at Steffi's house because they know how he is. Exactly. Because they know he'll catch feelings and then get caught up in a situation. And it's like, well, you picked him. You know what this dude is about. Exactly. He's the perfect example of love the one you're with. Yeah. And he's a waffler. Lame old Liam is a waffler. So. He definitely is. And but so I think hope- I said before, I, I actually did think that Liam and Steffi made a better, make a better couple than Hope and Liam because they're kind of boring. I mean, neither one of them has an edge and together they definitely don't have an edge and Steffi has the edge. And I think I told you, I really actually liked hope better with Wyatt because Wyatt had an edge and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just a different balance and a different dynamic, but yes, Liam is absolutely a waffler and doesn't deserve either one of them. Did you see how Thomas is ta- having that conversation with hope? Like, you know, Liam always does this. He probably is going to hurt you again. I'm like, oh, please, Thomas. Because Brooke was like, I remember when you tried to use this. I'm like, Brooke, stop. Stop. Yeah, well, Thomas is speaking the truth about Liam. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they want to hear it or not. But then Mm -hmm. she want to throw it in Thomas's face talking about how he tried to use the situation to get hope and, and I'm glad that hope like stop mom please shut him down yeah yeah shut her down mm-hmm. so yeah that, that hope I mean um Brooke is whoo man she's a piece of work yeah she is she's <laughs> I love her <laughs> sometimes I want to smack her but I love her <laughs> um she's trying to get Ridge to come home but Ridge was over there kissing and holding up on Taylor he was he was definitely all over Taylor. What was that? I think that was Wednesday, uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, so I'm like, mm, yeah, you need to let that go. Well, my thing is, if you're going to get a divorce, Ridge, hurry up and do it because you're living over there at your daughter's house, and you're hanging out with her mom, which was your ex-wife. Why are you and still he knows married to Brooke? He wants. Yeah, he you know what you want. So he just needs to stop and just let's you know if you want to be with Taylor, clean up everything else and get with Taylor. Call it a day. Exactly. I'm glad she did put the kibosh on anything overnight with him while he was still yeah. married. Yeah, and that's the way it should go. Yeah, yeah. Um Let's see. Okay, so the only other thing is Sheila. Sheila is stupid. She should have never gone up to Steffi's house. Well, my thing is, I think everybody um, is familiar with the whole statement, out of sight, out of mind. Yep. So if you're out of sight, it makes it easier for her not to remember you. But you keep coming around. Yep. So eventually your voice is going to trigger something, which it did. It sure did. And And it looked like she's close. Yeah, it was. That was something I was very intense seeing this afternoon. And I'm glad to see that it's happening quickly. And I cannot wait to see what they do. Well, did you hear what? what um, the, um Sheila said she's leaving town 
Yeah, but I think they're going to set her up with a visit with Hayes or something. I don't know. I hope they have the cops involved in, in the back room when they do that because she's sneaky. Then either okay, so either way, if she leaves town or she goes to jail, her storyline is done. Yeah. So is there anything somewhere saying that Kimberlyn Brown is done filming? Because uh-huh. there's no way out of that storyline unless, you know, um what's the name? Unless uh Sheila comes over there and puts something in Steffi's drink or something and she, you know, takes haze with, and goes on the lamb or something. Or even if she forgot, you know, so she has a relapse, got to go to the hospital because remember, we still got to do a, a exit strategy for, for um, Jacqueline because she got a baby coming up due. So how are they going to do that? Are they going to back Sheila out of this whole thing and either she leaves town or she goes to jail? And then, of course, maybe if all that is settled, then that means that um, Steffi can or Jackie can go on maternity leave because everything is now settled. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't, because I follow Jackie on Instagram, so I don't know if she's had her baby yet. Have do you know? know? I, I haven't seen it posted. I, I thought she was due in April. I didn't know. I didn't know she was this far gone, um, in her her term. So I'm not sure. Yeah. And she said she was going to work right up until. Let's see. Um, yeah well the last picture on her instagram is april 18th so that's like two and a half weeks that's a while yeah she was still pregnant but that's the latest picture that she has so i don't know maybe she had it in the last couple weeks but that there would have been an announcement or something Mm. yeah there i don't see anything nope so yeah, she hasn't released anything yet on the pregnancy. So um, I'm assuming we're going to see her at least for another six weeks. Because they are, what, six or seven weeks behind with filming. So they should be, this is May 6th. So what they're filming right now, we probably will see at the end of June. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's true. That's true. So if she's gone this far down, that means that we're probably going to get another two or three weeks of content from her. Mm-hmm. Well, good. So, I'm excited. Yeah, well, it depends on what they're going to do with, with Kimberlyn Brown, if she's going to be sticking around to, you know, deal with whatever, you know, or is Steffi going to have a relapse and forget? I don't know. Or is she going to remember and then get kidnapped? a possibility too or is is just haze or i mean because something's got to go down right <clears throat> and especially because steffi is starting to remember stuff mm-hmm. yeah so, it's definitely close but it's it's uh sheila's own fault because you are bouncing around town mm-hmm. over to steffi's house and you're always in her presence what do yeah. you think is gonna happen Exactly. You keep shoving yourself in their faces. 
Yeah, like like I said earlier, out of sight, out of mind. If you stay out mm-hmm. of sight, you won't be on her mind. Right. So, yeah, right. that whole thing is just stupid, you know, with her doing that. But we'll see what happens. Um, did we cover everything? I think we did. There was a lot. Yeah, it was like little pieces. Because normally on The Bold and the Beautiful, you get one or two storylines, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have. We had one, two, three. We have four different storylines this week on Bold. So, yeah, that's a lot. Definitely, but it sure was good. Yeah, it was good, definitely. Oh, absolutely. So, um, also, one other thing. She's stupid for keeping the ring in the wallet. Oh, I thought the same thing. Thank you for bringing that up because Deacon came over mm-hmm. and he's saying all the wrong things like... <laughs> Only a horrible, heinous person would hit me. She's just like making these faces. Like, come I on, know, Deacon, right? look at her, read her face. Come on, man, you can figure this out. You're smarter than that. But yeah, yeah I thought she was going to throw the rings and the wallets and everything out. She's stupid for keeping it. Now, the thing is, if she did throw it away, it would probably have to, she would have to burn it because that's mm-hmm. evidence. And if she had a, if it floated to the top on a lake, now, the mm-hmm. ring wouldn't, but the wallet maybe. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's no way, you know, she would actually have to burn it, throw it in an incinerator or something to completely disintegrate it. You know what I mean? Right. But for her to keep it in her hotel room, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not smart. No. It's not. Nope. 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 All right, so um, that is our recap for Young and the Restless and The Bold and Beautiful for the week of May 2nd through May 6th. We still have to do our Flip the Script segment. And what that is is that if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So what do you have for the week of May 2nd for The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful? So I think on The Young and the Restless, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more um, spark in a like in the hostility way toward Diane than what she got because everybody was so calm and mm-hmm. it was it was almost anticlimactic with regard to people seeing her. Um, now in the previews, it did show that Michael was completely blown away by the look on his face. Um, but right. everybody so far is just like, well, hello. And I would have liked to have seen something happen when she was out in public and someone recognize her and rip that stupid hat off and, you know, make a scene, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, what are you going to, what, what are you going to make for the party? A scene. <laughs> oh Lord. You're right. Give us a scene. <laughs> That's funny. And then um, I saw that uh, Zozo Rowe on TikTok did that. Um, it was oh, okay. really a cute video. Um, but and then in Bold and the Beautiful, I think I would have wanted Liam to speak up whenever Brooke started telling him what his responsibilities were. I really want him at some point to turn around to her and say, look, you need to back off just because you and Ridge da 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 
you need to back. I mean, he needs to grow a spine. And if he's going to stay with hope, he better grow one quick. Otherwise, he's just going to have tire tracks on his back the whole time. Yeah. So that's how I would have flipped this last week's script. What about you? Okay. So for um, the young and the restless, um, my flip the script would have been this whole thing with um, Adam saying, you know what? I'm done. I'm Mm. done. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to let my ego get involved. I've already proven myself. I've saved lives. I've saved the company. I supported you when I needed you to marry a dude that I end up had to get rid of. You know, what else do you want me to do? And I just can't do it anymore. So I want him to be done. I would have been like, you know what? Now that I don't get the CEO, she won't even talk to me. Right. You know, I, I'm over it. Let yeah. me just do something else. Um, in regards to the bold and the beautiful, I would have had Carter say, you know what? That was the wrong thing for you to do. First of all, you bring me into this situation telling him a half truth. You didn't tell me ahead of time that this is what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I've already told you, you know, we're just friends. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. At what point does this stop? And I don't think, because she's basically doing what she wants. And even when Carter was saying to her in that office, listen, you know, we're just friends. She keep pushing and coming closer. No, you know, you want me and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, that's not a good look because if this was a man doing that to her, it would be a whole problem. Oh, it would. You're right. And again, I'm the type, I call it both ways. So, you know, if he's telling you no, you need to back off. Yeah, no means no. No means no. And and, I mean, she did it at his house. He kept saying, no, 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 no. He finally gave in. But at what point do you stop? No means no. And in this time, she did the same thing and then say, oh, I know the reason why you didn't do it. Because you want to be with, with Quinn. Then go away. If you know this man want to be with somebody else, he already told you no. You decide to go and talk and orchestrate this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he still tell you, let's be friends. Walk away. Exactly. Be done. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. So cut your losses. Keep your pride. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. Those are good. All right. So that is it. I enjoyed it. We had a good one. Um, Next week is the week of May 9th through the 13th. Oh, we got a Friday the 13th next week. Ooh, that's always been a lucky date in my family. I'm good with it. Yeah, I knew somebody has brought that. Oh, yeah, because Tessa and Mariah's wedding is supposed to be next Friday, remember? Oh, that's right. So we will see how that all goes down. We will definitely see. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's recap. Thank you so much for supporting us on both of the platforms as you listen to us and enjoy our content. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. 
Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.